right there. Fucking chicken comes in. He's a cock blocker. Well, I guess not. Like, ew, that's gross. Not a cock <laughs> <laughs> so just trying to get that billionaire. No! <laughs> that's disgusting. Chris the fisherman. talking the other day and he's like I he's like didn't I tell you I loved you like our first week of dating and I was just like you know he told me he loved me and I didn't say it back you told me (laughs) (laughs) you are so funny you did tell me that story you're so funny he's so in love with you it's the cutest thing in the world it's so funny because I think what makes it so sweet is that Kai doesn't really like people he doesn't like a lot of people so I feel like all his emotional energy goes into you. Like, his infatuation. Like, for me, I mean, I love Jesus with all my heart. But, like, I love people. So mm-hmm. many people. Like, yeah. I really care about a lot of people. But, like, for him, I feel yeah. like he's just so I feel specific. Like, yeah, but I feel like he also doesn't show it. Like, he can care about you and not really sh- show it. Show it. Like, friend-wise. But, like, mm-hmm. family-wise, they all, they all know and they feel it and... He yeah. goes, like, above and beyond for all of his family. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, he's so, like, loving and loyal to people he really, truly loves. Too much. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. <laughs> no, it's good. You know, his intentions are good. Yeah. Even yeah. when he gets a little, like, crazy and stuff. Yeah, but he does love you so much. <laughs> it's so cute. Like, the way he talks about you and stuff, it just makes my heart, like, take. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, speaking of, happy what? almost Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. Right? This episode, we're recording the week before. Uh, oh, yeah. So this is going live on the 8th, and then Valentine's is the next week. What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Know. I'll oh, put a nothing. little question box, <laughs> and everybody can answer. Oh, they were asking me. I was like, probably No, you nothing. too. <laughs> probably not. Well, I mean, it's kind of too late to get, like, any type of dinner reservations yeah, now, I feel like. Yeah, it is. You know, we, we, Kai was thinking, he's like, oh, let's go out to dinner on Valentine's with Sabrina Chase, and I was like. So down. I was like, yeah, but literally, where are we going to go? Like, we can't find yeah. reservations. There's no way we're going to. Yeah. No, but he named a specific place, and I was just like, there's no way they have availability We need to go still. somewhere. I think maybe that's, like, meant for single people. They probably have. So a bar, <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> that'd be fun. Well, so I was thinking that this charter that we're going on with Kevin and Sabrina—that's that, like our Valentine's day. D- yeah, day, I day, said it was whatever. Valentine's. It was a thank you to Kevin and Sabrina. It's Valentine's whatever charter. It's a happy birthday, Emily, and a happy birthday, Chase. It's too bad Claire and Ben can't come. Yeah, I know. Are they? They're gonna be gone though. They're in Colorado. Yeah, during that week. Yeah, next week. Pretty sure. Sh- pretty sure yeah no and, yeah they are. and entertainers only six people yeah anyways. i know that would be fun that would be fun i love having a couple group yeah me too having couple groups is fun couple, but if you're single fun. and you want to hang out with us you're totally welcome yeah that too we're not trying we're not trying to be discriminated couples <laughs> only sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun because like having being able to confide sorry i was making noise um being able to confide in the girls with like all your relationship issues and the guys the same well actually the guys don't really talk about us but i highly highly doubt they did no yeah they probably didn't they're all talking about like trucks and hanu beef and what (laughs) chase is obsessed with 
like he was watching this um netflix show about hanwu beef like korean beef and then he's just like yeah we're just talking about hanwu beef and i'm like of course you guys are talking about meat like (laughs) (laughs) we're over here talking about like our dream proposals and like stupid girl stuff but what are you guys i feel like you and kai really go all out for celebrations no but valentine's day we never we never do anything for valentine's day yeah no i don't believe you nope we never do anything. Why? I mean, like, we'll but go out to dinner, like, the weekend before. We're not trying to... We're, we're not crowd crowds people. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we will never go out day of. I'd rather just have him cook for me. Yeah. Because, like, he literally can cook better than any of the restaurants. Like, okay, um, we need to have him cook for you. I was going to say, this is something I was unaware of. Yeah. Kailani, can you please cook for your sister? Yeah. <laughs> she needs to cook for you guys. I know. Maybe not with Cab- Cabrino. <laughs> Maybe not with Kevin around. Cabrina. I put their names together. Sabrina's probably listening to this like. (laughs) (laughs) Not with Kevin and Sabrina, but he'll cook for you guys. (laughs) That would be wonderful. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, Kevin and Sabrina are good friends. And then they own the, um, they own, not and then, they own the company the garden which i kept talking about it if you listen to all our podcasts i kept saying the guarden because i thought his last name was guard and not guard yeah but yeah so they have a private they offer private chef experiences and you guys should not spons you guys should definitely go check them out (laughs) and they're doing a giveaway right now for valentine's day see those suck because i want to freaking enter them but i know they'll never choose (laughs) Well, don't they? No, they never. But they use like a a comment populator. But I feel like even if we got chosen, they'd be like, oh, frick, we're not going to choose them because people are going to be like, they're our friends. Yeah, because honestly, like if one of my friends won, Dreaming and Luna, I would send them something, but I wouldn't choose them as a a winner. Like an actual fan. Yeah. Choose an actual fan. Because I don't want them to be like, oh, well, that's Sabrina's friend. So that actually happened on my first giveaway. My, I forgot which friend won. Did I tell you I won a TV recently? Yeah. At work? No, not at work. Uh, okay, oh, I well, TV was from at work. I won a TV from work like and two you won years a ago, one? and I gave it to Jazz. And then I won a TV oh, through my friend. Work. My friend has a home home loan Sick. company. Well, Sick. I was gonna say welding, <laughs> lending. <laughs> <laughs> she did a giveaway. And I want a TV through her, just like last month. Wait, so cool. Or was it November? Okay, I thought that... No, it was definitely November. It was a while ago. Oh, Maybe you were gone. Year. Maybe you were gone. But September? I thought it was your, like, Christmas party. Because oh, I remember no, no, no. Kai was talking about, like, complaining about how he wanted to win a TV and not that stupid tent that you won for the beach. No, he wants a mini fridge. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Maybe that's what you're going to get He wants the for. world. Yeah, doesn't he? Don't we all? Cake and eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all, man? Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> we thought this podcast we would talk about lessons that we've learned in 2021, and then intentions for 2020 that we have for this I was year. I say 2023, but that's three. Yes. 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 Ooh. Six, 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 six. Ooh. I six, 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 six. Six? I don't know. Me neither. I'm like, I'm literally drinking my morning coffee right now, you guys. So if I'm a little, little bit, that's why. Does Does coffee give you a buzz? A buzz? Like a 
like a like an alcoholic buzz? No, but oh, just like, like a, a coffee buzz. Like a you know, I have to say something I <clears throat> recognized when Cheryl came over mm-hmm. and when she said this during our little human design, I am so just mellow and no words. No, do, I when mean, you're there's alone. no one to talk to, right? Yeah. When I'm alone, I'm not exerting any energy. But whenever you come over, I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, you know, like all my energy is just <laughs> escaping. It's like you open the, ether. the flood doors. Yeah. And then it just goes. <laughs> so that's why my energy levels are so high on this podcast i wouldn't be surprised if the best sleep i get throughout the week is through saturday nights <clears throat> podcast mm. from our podcast yeah no but you know what i was thinking is maybe you do need co-workers maybe you do yeah. need because like then you'll be with people all day and you can exert your energy through them talk to them mm-hmm. be with them and then you'll get a good night's rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I used to sleep fine. Like when I had, when I was employed somewhere, like when I worked for someone and I was around a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I was able to keep like a good routine. It's really hard <laughs> running a business. I mean, not even just running a business, but working alone. Yeah. It's really hard to get motivated. Oh, yeah. I think if I was working for somebody else, though, it would I would be able to do it because I'm sh- I have to show up for someone. The thing is, like, I'm really reliable mm-hmm. when it has to do with other people. Mm-hmm. But when it's for me, I'm kind of unreliable, like, to myself, mm. which is really sad to say. Okay. But, you know, for me, it's easy to let myself go with whatever, with anything. Yeah. But if somebody else is watching me and I have to show up for someone, I'm always going to show up and yeah. I'm always going to be there and I'm not going to I mean, that's excuses. probably, like, 70% of the population yeah. is like that, I feel like. Yeah. That's why one day I can't wait till like when it gets big enough and I have like employees. Can I tell you my dream for I'm going to I'm going to pull a manifester technique like okay. Miss Emily cuz she always has to vocally speak about her plans before doing them. If you listen to our human design episode. That's, that's what, what I that do. Was about. Yeah, that's what she does. Um but my dream for Luna is I literally wrote it down and I mapped it out the other day and I was thinking like I do want a team. Like I want a team. And at first I wanted like a decent sized team, but then I thought, no, I'd rather instead of like breaking up a position into so many small positions, I'd rather have just like a few people that do a lot, but get compensated really, really well. And people I trust so wholeheartedly, like they wouldn't ever want to leave and that we could just like have the best, you know, lives together. Mm -hmm. Because the reason I got with my one real estate team a while ago is because they really sold me this fucking dream that was a lie but the dream they sold was obviously something I wanted like making six figures being able to travel have all this time off get to do all these fun events not complete lie complete lie like everything about it was a lie but then I thought okay if I was a boss and I could promise that to someone I would give that to them because that's what I know as a young person looking for a job too, that's what I want. So for Luna, I always thought, okay, if I had, let's say I had a nice home with like an area that I can make an office. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound so funny. My mom was cracking up at me when I was telling her this dream, but she's like old, so she doesn't understand. Just kidding, mommy, you're not old. I love you. Um, oh, she doesn't listen to these. But <laughs> my dream was that I would have like a really cute office at my home and it would be like really big and just like really really trendy and cute and the 
job would be like a hybrid situation like you could work remotely if you wanted to but like every Monday we'd have an office day so I'd have maybe like three or four employees and no offense males but all females and um, it would be like a marketing person social media content person like PR person whatever and like Monday mornings we would have like our little meeting um, to like go over like the week that's coming campaigns or whatever but the first thing we do in the morning is when they come we do like a meditation yoga thing outside by the pool and then we go have breakfast like I'd have like breakfast for them then we do our little meeting and then (laughs) we'd have like lunch I'd always bring them lunch on that Monday and then they just do whatever work they need to get done and then the office would close at like three so like the latest they could stay to work is stay at work is like three o'clock and then Tuesday through Thursday would be the work days no working Friday Saturday or Sunday like off three days a week and then uh, where do I apply? I know. Well, you're already hired Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They could work remotely if they want or they could come in the office. So I would be like, OK, offices, office is open Monday. Th- people are probably listening to this like Serena, you're such a big dreamer and you're so funny. But this is literally how my mind works. Like I daydream and this is how I get the things I want. Like I have to make a plan. So Monday through Thursday, office is open from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And you could come in if you want or you don't have to. But Mondays would be like a good time for people to come in, right? So we could all like see each other and do stuff. And then um, my dream was like my whole team, I would take them to each Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week. Like granted, Luna's big enough to have a what, fashion show or whatever. But they'd always come with me to those, like the entire team. And I would paid for them to come. And then every single month. We'd have like an event or dinner where they always get to bring their significant other. So it's something to look forward to every single month. But then I would also want like these employees, I guess you'd say, to like actually genuinely be my friends Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't become like a toxic environment where it's just like because I feel like let's say if you had a problem with me, you would come tell me you wouldn't tell your coworker. Yeah. And usually that happens in workplaces when an employee or two colleagues don't feel comfortable confronting the other colleague about something yeah. but if you're friends with them you feel more comfortable doing oh, yeah. it so sure. that's the thing is like thinking about okay, sure. what friends or what people would I hire I love this idea I know me too it just sounds so fun and it sounds like such a great life and I'm just thinking like depending on how much Luna would make but I would want each person to be making at least six figures like something very very li- livable exciting I just want to give people like an exciting life yeah Because I feel like if you give them an exciting life and a really healthy, good work-life balance. Oh, unlimited PTO. Like, they just get salary. Because as long as work gets done, it's fine. Like, I even told my mom, even if I ask them to work four days out of the seven-day week, but they could get it all done in one day, then okay, great. You worked one day this week. As long as, like, the certain projects need to get done. Yeah. And, like, the business is still running, then the business is still running. But I feel like, genuinely, when you give your employees, like, a really proper work-life balance then they come to work working extra hard. That's just how it is. And I've always thought this because other countries do it. And a big, I think it's a tech company here called Bolt, mm. um, just implemented a four-day work week. Mm. And they reported back that the um, employee, like the employee's way of showing up and their work ethics and everything have increased so much that I just saw on the news that they're literally talking about, U.S. is literally talking about making a four-day work week. because other countries are doing it and it's true like I think it's kind of ridiculous that we work five days out of the week like two days is not enough no I think three days is honestly just perfect yeah I think four days is enough for you to get kind of like huh what's happening (laughs) but 
like for me i think a three-day weekend is just enough to get recharged and feel ready for the next the next um week to come but it's funny how one day does make a really big difference yeah and then sure. three days allows you to go do fun things i mean any you ca- could, type like, of weekend go trip. somewhere yeah if you're on the mainland you could go freaking from northern california to freaking LA and go to Disneyland. That's Southern California. <laughs> of course, I'm thinking like, Disneyland, Disneyland, how do we get to Disneyland? But yeah, that's my dream, guys. So if anyone listening that is a great wants to send in your resume for 2022 maybe t- intention. Oh, honey. If you got to put it. 2022, mm, I don't know. You got to put it out there into the ether. Into <laughs> the ether. That's like your new favorite word. That would said, be wonderful. Yeah, too much. That would be absolutely wonderful. Or if I get, you know, my dream. I've told you about my Jeff Bezos dream, right? Where, like, he's drowning or getting attacked by a shark, and I save him, and he gives me a billion dollars as a thank you. Yeah. I've always had this dream that, like, Jeff Bezos comes on the boat as a guest, and I'm working. Wait. And then I save him. I didn't tell you. There was a billionaire that you literally went on Entertainer yesterday, and he's friends with Chris. You know, like, that fishing guy, Chris? He, Chris, told Jacob that he wanted Sabrina and Kai to work it, and he told him no. Jacob said no? Yeah. Or he didn't even, he's like, no, so-and-so's working. What the hell? Yeah. Wait, Chris, the guy that got fired? No, no, no. He's like a, you know, like a, I don't know. He's like a billionaire asked for me and Kai? No, the guy Chris did because he knows, I think he went on the boat once and met you guys. But so he requested because he was bringing his billionaire friend on. What the F, Jacob? And, re- and then Chris requested you guys. Wait, that makes me honestly so sad because those type of opportunities are, like, things I need yeah. right now. And that's what I told Kai. I was like, why didn't why didn't you, like, pursue it? He's like, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Kai, next time think about Sabrina. Because <laughs> that's the thing is my mom was saying, she's like, don't ever leave Monic because those are really good connections and opportunities you need. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. Frick you, Jacob. He doesn't listen to these, but frick you, Jacob. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I apparently this guy, no. this guy pays pays somebody to walk his dog twice a week 600 bucks twice a week oh my god I'm 300 dollars so for a dumb. dog walk i'm so bummed i'm so bummed. i'm gonna tell kikai to talk to you about it but yeah, yeah. What the frick? wait is billionaire friend does he live on the island or no he's not from here he's not from here oh my god and he doesn't fly by plane he has like a he's like afraid of flying by air so he took he brought a cargo ship here and he hired a chef to cook for the crew on their way, like cook. I would and be way more scared the crew. of a cargo ship. Yeah, me too, right? Because they have to go through like storms up. Oh my god, what? I'm tripping out. Yeah, Chris and apparently the this guy, this Who's guy, that? his brother, bought the Playboy Mansion. I'm Bye. sure you can. I'm sure you can <laughs> um, so backtrack pissed. and look up him that way that's how my mom my mom's gonna be she's gonna hate jacob she's literally gonna hate him um yeah look look him up that way his brother bought the playboy mansion i guess his brother was friends with hugh hefner and they had an agreement they had an agreement where he was gonna he was gonna buy the playboy mansion after he died i'm done or something i'm done i you're done you're done do you know this from have you seen this tiktok Oh my gosh, I'm so sick. See what I mean? Where I feel like these these things are just so close. They feel so close. Like my opportunity <laughs> is right there. Fucking Jacob comes in and he's a cock blocker. <laughs> well, I guess not. A, ew, that's gross. Not a cock 
We're just trying to get that billionaire. No! <laughs> That's disgusting. Chris the fisherman. Why am I? I I don't remember his last name, but like he knows, like he knows my sister's boyfriend, um, Nick. I don't know. It's ask like, Nick. That's, I don't know. Wait, why you is met the him fisherman once. friends with a billionaire? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I met him once. You met this guy Chris once. He might have been creepy. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> apparently this billionaire guy is dating. Oh, he told me the he told me the name. Stop. But he he's dating her, so he bought her a house in Portlock, and her parents live with her in Portlock, and. I'm going to have to cut this all out. Anyways, but she wanted kids, but he told her he doesn't want kids. He's like 30s, in his 30s. Don't cut this out. So he or she has a kid with BJ Penn. She has a kid with BJ Penn. Oh, shit. Speaking of, I might get a UFC membership. I love, I loved US, uh, UFC. Okay. Wait, that's so wild. Don't cut that out. That's TV. <laughs> we got to... Like, what do they listen for? Jeez, I almost got you Sabrina. What? <laughs> Emma. Okay, back to our podcast. Go, um, oh, our intention. Yes, so that's a great intention for 2022. Yeah. You got to speak it. You got to live it. You got to dream it. And then it will happen for you. Okay, There's my so question is, I want. should we open like a studio like, it could be a Dreaming in Luna slash OK Mary studio. We could record podcasts in there. You guys could have your office in there. And then you could have your office in there. Hmm. That would be honestly perfect because we would be showing up for each other. Yeah. Like, it would be like, and honestly, I would go in the office every day if I knew you were going to be there. That'd be so fun. Yeah. We'd both get our work done. Yeah. We'd both help each other out where we needed help. Yeah. And we would just succeed together. Mm-hmm. And honestly, anytime we think about some topic, we'd be like, let's just go film a podcast. Yeah. And then that way we have a place for our guest speakers to mm-hmm. come. <gasps> I really like this idea. We could name it Luna Mary Studio. <laughs> <laughs> the 5 o'clock toast streaming in Luna OK Mary podcast studio. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a mouthful. We just call it, um, we should just call it OK Mary, because it's still us too. Yeah. Or we could just call it, I don't know. Guys, let us let us know. If you if you made it this far in the podcast, and we have like a conjoined OK Mary podcast studio with a Dreaming Luna office and a 5 o'clock toast office, what would you name it? Okay, perfect. Okay, so I'll perfect. say I'll say one intention I have for 2022 is... To be smarter with money and just be mind mindful of my money coming in and going out. I want to like allow for abundance to flow. Maybe do some investments. Nice. The psychic did tell me. She's like, you should start investing. You'd be really good. She did tell you me that. You should talk to my brother. I should. He loves teaching about that stuff and he's the really, thing really is, good. It's like that's like so much information. Like, honestly, so what I do is, um, he just does it for me. Oh, I send him. Well, this last one I wanted to send him money, but I didn't have the money, 
So he said, like, hey, once you get the money, you just send it to me and I'll do it for you. He does it for my mom, too. Nice. Yeah. Aww. So you do it's, like I feel that. like it's important to know somebody that's really, really good well, and person. smart and, yeah, knows everything about, yeah. like, investing. And, you know, I should have talked to because my dad, he was really good in the stock market. He has He has an Apple stock. And he still? invested. Yeah, still. We still have it. He he invested in Apple when they first started. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So my mom has an Apple stock that's literally probably worth millions. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That we'll probably won't touch. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, definitely don't take it out now. Yeah, not <laughs> so now. It's <laughs> right now. But, no, that's a great idea. I think investing your money is definitely a way to build um, – Nowadays, it's kind of the only way to build wealth, in my opinion. That and, like, real estate. If mm-hmm. you want to build, like, exponential wealth, usually you get that through investments or or real estate. Yeah. Because you're never going to get it from working for somebody. Yeah. For sure. So, I'm not, I don't need to be a billionaire. I would like to be. So, everyone I love is going to work. Yeah. I, I. That's why I need Jeff or this billionaire that I should have met. So, just give me a billion dollars so I could already start this. I don't know. To a guy, I was like, imagine the tip you would have got. He's like, literally. I don't care. But he's literally, he's like, I don't care. Uh, he's like, I don't want to meet a billionaire. Because he's not broke. I don't want to meet a billionaire. He's not like, broke. Okay. But his sister's broke. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. One day. One day, mm-hmm. Sabby. What is okay, one. Guys, I'm just kidding. What is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. Wait, I'm kidding. People on this probably think like, oh my God, Spring's going through a really hard time. <laughs> No, I feel yeah. like you had a you had a harder time last. You were going through. A, would you say you were? Oh my gosh, yeah. guys! Night and day. Okay. Night and day. The one thing that's keeping me encouraged is shout out Jessica Lank. She was telling me she's like Sabrina. Literally, look at where your life was exactly one year ago and think about for how much change that's happened in this last year. Think about what it could be January twenty twenty three. And I was like, bitch, Aww. you just <laughs> you just opened up my mind Aww. like crazy because January twenty twenty one. I was sitting and I was on, I can remember, I was sitting on my bar area in 220, I forget the number, but that 2303, that apartment unit. Sitting there, um, so lost. I felt so unhealthy. I felt disgusting in my own skin. I hated looking at myself. I also was researching on how to start a company, like biz, like Luna, but had honestly just no sense of direction i was extremely anxious i think i was drinking too much like i started drinking because i was just like what else am i gonna do (laughs) not like during the day like i never became an alcoholic but like every time i had an opportunity to drink wine i was wasting my money i was blowing it i was just really out of alignment and um i was really unstable in like my relationship with chase like i just felt i just didn't feel stable and then now, January, I'm like, wow, I have so much hope and ambition. Like, I have a full-blown running business, like, fashion line that I was trying to do. That's in vogue. Yeah, that made it into vogue and is now have partnered with, like, a big retail brand. So it's things that I can, like, obviously, I'm definitely not where I want to be. I'm still, like, financially struggling, struggling with, like, other personal stuff, like, loving myself and having a routine. But I'm definitely way further up the latter than I was a year ago so it's keeping me it's keeping me optimistic and it's keeping me excited I am obviously a little worried because like I'm human but um I guess that I could say that that's my intention 
for this years every time I'm feeling really really discouraged or I just don't want to try as hard or I'm like oh I'm not gonna make it is to think like okay well if you stay consistent imagine where you'll be in a year from yeah. now because even that with like content creating like on Instagram and stuff remember when we were talking about it when you and I were talking about it it was a year ago when we wanted to start it imagine yeah. if we stayed consistent yeah for a year because the time is gonna go by no matter what yeah exactly so might you as might well as well put your shit out there yeah exactly because it's not like the time is passing is gonna change yeah the only thing that's gonna change about how valuable that time was is like what, what you do doing. with that time yes so i just think like okay if i just really get out of my comfort zone i just say like you know what i'm just gonna do this every single day and then in a year who knows I have 50,000 followers, but I have 10. Who knows? 10 but is great. 10 is great. 10 is still an income for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, I just think it would be really fun because I love creating. There's something about me where I just love creating, but I also love like business analytical stuff. So I'm just like so in the middle where mm -hmm. I want to be businessy, but I also want to be super creative. I don't want to be on like either end of the spectrum, just right smack dab in the middle. So I feel like owning my own business has allowed me to do that. But it's selling a product is really, really difficult because you're wearing like so many hats. Mm -hmm. Even just talking about it right now, I'm like, I'm getting anxiety. But yeah. um, being content creator just sounds like a job that was meant for me. <laughs> and I'm just not doing it because obviously you have to work hard to get a following and stuff. So I think if it's something, if anyone listening, it's something you really, really want and you're getting stressed because you're like, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to make it. Just don't think about the end goal. Just think like, okay, I just have to stay Today. consistent. Today. Do habits. Yeah. Oh my God, someone told me something. Consistency is key. Yeah. Something, someone told me something that was so vital. It was, they said, frick, I forget. It was something like habits determine where you're going to end up not. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. It was. I think it was my therapist. She said, okay, yeah. she said you're operating on willpower when you do things because you have to do them. You're operating on willpower. But the more you do it, you're operating through like a habit. So it's almost like think about when you're when you're like three years old, you're brushing your teeth because it's willpower. Like you have to do it because mom is making you. But now as an adult, no, it was not my therapist. I'm sorry. It was my nutritionist. Okay, she's listening. Sorry, I didn't give you credit. Um, As a as a toddler you know it's willpower but as an adult you brush your teeth not through willpower because it's well hopefully it's just habit yeah. mm -hmm. so you have i guess the result from that is like you don't have cavities because yeah. your habit is this so my mindset has been okay try and use the willpower to get yourself to do the things you need to do but just know eventually it's going to become a habit. Yes. And then it'll just be easier for you to get to your yes. goals. Because when I was talking to her about what, it, like, my nutritionist plan, she goes, be strict for a month. Be extremely strict for a month, and then it'll just become a habit. Right yes. now it's going to be willpower. Yeah. But it'll become a habit. So, yeah. I was just talking to my friend about this the other day. And we were talking about the book Atomic Habits. Yes, I love that. Oh, sorry. That's a lot. <laughs> I love that book. For anybody. I, I skimmed through it. Oh, I love Taylor that read book. it. I, I don't read. It. I don't fucking read. And that book is so good. You read that book? Yeah. Nice. Stunning. It's okay. stunning. It's a stunning Yeah, book. so for anyone that wants to form habits, go read that book, Atomic Habits. It's a great book. Read it. Uh, what my friend was telling me, he's like, imagine a NFL player. Like, they 
they have to start with the willpower to wake up and work out every morning and be consistent and eat healthy. And he's like, just think, just think of all the professions and all the things that they need to do to do their profession or their hobby or their, you know, their joy. And literally just like try to mimic or emulate what they do. And you can, we all could do it. Yeah. We literally all could do it. Yeah. If we just have the willpower. Yep. And we create the habit. Yeah. And then wow. I think in um, the concept with Atomic Habits was like just bettering yourself by 1% every day. And it said something like by the end of the year, you'll be like 36% or whatever, something better yeah. or something like that. Um, that is a great book. And you just made me want to read it again because now I'm in such a different place in my life. I feel yeah. like I should read it. And if you read it in the past or you haven't read it, maybe just reread it because that's a great yeah. book. That's one of my intentions for 2022 is whenever I read a like self-helpy type book, I want to take notes because I feel yeah. like it has so many good so keys that I read it all and I know yeah. it for a few weeks and then I forget it. Yeah. So I want to I want to implement taking notes during books. And so I have something tangible. I can go back just like quick little quotes that I can mm-hmm. reread. Yeah. Yeah. That's an intention for this year. Yeah, I love it. Woohoo! Yay! Okay, Yay. Sab, what is one lesson you learned in 2021? This is a stunning lesson I learned in 2021 because I just actually implemented this lesson just the other day. Um, so, backstory. I had a falling out with a couple of people that I thought were really close friends in early 2021. And the most heartbreaking thing about it was that um, the whole situation was extremely misunderstood and come to find out they're talking extremely like illly of me behind my back since then and the most hurtful thing about it was like I can admit if I've done something wrong like I genuinely can admit that um because I don't like conflict with anyone when I tell you I genuinely did absolutely nothing wrong (laughs) like zero nothing wrong besides holding them accountable and being open about what this person did to me to hurt me um that's all I shared and then now they're they have they've kind of painted a picture of who I am a false picture in my head I think maybe it's just for them to convince themselves of a different story so that they feel better about what they did yes and looking back at our friendship and who they were as people when we were friends it makes me realize yeah this is definitely kind of their mo like the way they talk about people and other people was very invalid like the judgments they made of people, the people they didn't like and the things they were saying about them, I'd be like, well, that's false. That's not true. Your assumption of them is not based off any fact. And I mean, we all have judgments and assumptions of people, but I think it's like, it's kind of really, really toxic and really immature for you to take completely fabricate and create a story about someone when you haven't even tried to get to know them you know what I mean so this is how they were with other people other co-workers and I'd always hear them talk this way and I did stand up actually for a few of those girls and um never got anywhere because these people were so stuck in their mindset and yeah so anyways fast forward um they have some certain idea of who I am as a person that's completely wrong and false and it was it was eating me alive for a really long time because all I wanted to do was reach out and correct them. I'm going to be like, well, you're wrong because of this, 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 and tell them, you know, like, obviously it bothers me 
that you're literally so wrong and this is my character. Mm-hmm. But I realized one, I don't know, one day I was having the urge and I just told myself, you know what, I'm sick of feeling like this because no matter what I say, they're not going to change their mind because they want to be right. You know, they're in their 30s and like, if they're already choosing to think of me this way, then it shows that they obviously don't have the willpower yeah. to think, I guess, I don't know the word. I would say just more mature, yeah. like to have a more mature mindset towards mm-hmm. the whole situation. So I thought to myself, you know what? It literally does not matter what I say because these people will not change their opinion of me because their opinion was made up in the first place. Why would they not make up? Like, why would, if they can choose to believe that, they can choose to not believe what I say. So I told myself, it's not even worth my time. It's not worth my energy. And I really shouldn't even care what they think about me because they don't even want my best, they don't even have my best interests at heart. So it doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. So that actually really helped me heal from the whole process was just having that mindset. Like, I don't need to explain myself to anybody because I know the type of people they are and I don't need their validation. Yeah. So move on and blah 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 and then the other day I had this situation with this girl who like bailed on me ghosted me for like a huge situation huge reason and this is kind of like not similar but I had the similar mindset and I just didn't hear from her and I was just so freaking irritated I was like how like unprofessional and immature can you be like to want a job with me and then just like ghost me and then she reaches out over 48 hours later and says she was like sick and couldn't text me I was like okay like we both know that is a dumb excuse like I've been literally on the way to the hospital literally in the ER practically dying and screaming and crying and I could pick up my phone and ask my boyfriend be like can you text my boss and tell him I can't make it into work like this is just something you do yes um and I knew she was lying for like all these other reasons anyways but in my head I was like I really felt motivated to message her back and be like you could have done this like you're I want to tell her, like, okay, I know you're lying because X, Y, Z. I saw you on social media. Also, you literally could have had anybody else reach out to me. This was so important to me. You really showed me that you were interested in working with me, and it honestly genuinely hurt because we were – I thought we were friends, like, literally friends. What also damaged me, and I wanted to say to her, is I was, like, when I messaged her to meet up for lunch, it was because I wanted to give her business advice. Like, I wanted to help her because I thought she wasn't charging enough for her – work I was like you're undercharging yourself you deserve more let's meet up for lunch I want to help you literally I was going out of my way to help this person and we became friends and then I felt really like stepped on um so I was just like battling myself like frick I want to respond and say all these things just so like she knows like how much how bad what she did was and how much it hurt me and how shitty it was but then I just thought I had the same mindset. I was like, it literally doesn't matter because these people know. Like, they know. You don't have to tell them. So the girls that I'm not friends with anymore from the beginning of the year, they know deep down the truth. They know I didn't do anything. But they're just telling themselves a different story. They tell each other and they tell their family and they tell their friends and their coworkers a different story. But they know deep down the type of person I am because they knew me for so long. And then same with this girl. I was like, she very well knows that I was very passionate about helping her. She very well knows that I really wanted to work with her. She very well knows that she could have reached out to me and um, done the right thing, professional thing, and say, sorry, I slept in because I was out drinking last night. Or, or sorry, I had a 
an anxious moment and I didn't feel like I could show up to work. She knows she could have done all that. I don't need to tell her. So that was probably the biggest, biggest lesson. And this might be like, okay, Sabrina, this is common sense, like anyone listening. But it's like common sense to me. So I'm sorry if I wasted your five minutes of talking no. about the story. No. But um, honestly, that was a big lesson for me to learn because I think as a people pleaser and my personality, like Cheryl was saying, yeah. I have this innate ability to always want to defend myself yeah. when people have a different image of me. If I do something wrong then I'm not going to defend myself because I'm like, okay, I did something wrong and I I'm can accept that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I don't do something wrong and people see me in a different light that I'm, it's like, that's not who I am. Yeah. I feel like I have to prove myself and I feel like so passionate about, um, getting my message across. Like, so they understand who I actually am because it bothers me. And I'm trying to let that go in this year. Yeah. You don't need to explain yourself to everybody yeah, or explain what they yeah. did or what, you know. Yeah, no, no, I don't need to be accepted by everybody. No, not that like either. what I've seen on TikTok. Remember when I was having a hard time, people were writing just really nasty things to me and they didn't even know who I was. And I was like, you know what? I guess not everyone's going to like me, but like no. they don't even have a reason not to like me. So it's almost like funny that I care because like, they don't even know who I am. Yeah. They have no idea who I am. Yeah. So it's like, even if I don't like somebody and I don't know who they are, it's almost like I'm not really valid to not like this person. Like, I have no idea what type of person they are. Because yeah. think about it this way. Has it ever happened where you kind of just didn't like someone and then you met them and then you liked them? Like, you really didn't care for this person. You felt a certain way, a type of way about them. Then you met them and you're like, oh, they're not too bad. Yeah. So this same thing happened. That friend that I wasn't friends with, she literally told me that when she first met me she didn't she like hated me didn't like oh. me at all and then she got to know me and love me and i was yeah. like why did you hate me like yeah. you had no reason to not like me and it was literally because i was friends with someone she didn't like which was just like so obviously childish but at the same time it just goes to show like everybody's like this like we might not like someone because we have an idea of them oh, d- then yeah. you meet them and you're like oh i was completely wrong yeah also there's that quote where it says like something like people will only understand to their level of perception yeah. Like you can try to explain things and 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 if their knowledge of something is not too up to your sh- level of knowledge, then they just won't understand yeah. you. This is kind of a mindset to have kept a lot like during like the political season and everything with politics. And I think it's smart cuz people get in such passionate fights yeah. about it. But I think the one thing about having like when it's something is passionate about politics or conversation regarding a topic that each of you are passionate about, if both people in the conversation are open minded, the conversation will never get heated. Because if like if I was talking to someone that like had a certain like felt a certain way about Trump and everyone knows how I feel about Trump and I was open minded to like what they had to say, if they were saying like talking about a policy, if I'm open minded, I could listen and I could use like reasoning to Mm -hmm. understand whether Mm -hmm. this policy what is a proper one or it's wrong but then there are people who are like no 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 blocking nothing you say i believe because you're a republican or you're a democrat nothing yeah so that's really hard because at that point it's like literally there's no point in trying to make people understand you that are so committed to misunderstanding you yes and I've taken that in my personality too. Like, okay, if this person is committed to misunderstanding me, I'm not going to try and get them to understand me. Like, I'm wasting my breath. Yes, so exactly. Just don't waste your breath on people too stubborn. I guess their word is just like really stubborn. If someone's yeah. so stubborn in their mindset, no matter what you say, because there's been so many instances and um, 
like times where I have been able to serve proof on a silver platter, like facts proof. And this person was so deep in their opinion that like it didn't even change. That's when you're like, okay, this person's obviously so not open minded yeah. because you could serve them legit proof. Yeah. And they're like, no. And I just I'm right. I just hate having conversations with those people. Yeah. It's, it's not hard. Fun. It's not fun because it's just like they always need to be right and it's just not Yeah. It's not it no one gains from it. You just all you gains. learn from it as the person trying to like talk to them is just like, okay, well they're not gonna believe me, so it's just definitely not worth my breath. Yeah, exactly. You could say anything to these this person. And they just won't believe it. Because it's like they're looking for confirmation bias. People don't want to be wrong naturally. But um, it's a lot of people that will just like completely dismiss you. Yeah. If you are right about something. So it's definitely not the best. So I guess, yeah, my another intention for this year is to not waste my breath on people who are just committed to misunderstanding me or certain topics that we talk about or... It's just, like, not worth my breath. No. Not worth my breath. No. Not worth your breath. Not no. worth their breath. It just makes no sense. That is... That was tea. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Okay. So, what about you? A lesson... This kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with yours. Like, oh. I wanted to touch on one door closing, meaning another will open, mm. or just, like, things not going your way. And how the world has a funny way of showing you lessons through things not going your way. Yeah. And it's okay to be told no. It's okay to be shut down. It just needs to light a fire under your ass for the next time. But, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to touch on, like, things not working out and other opportunities happening. Yeah. Because I feel like in the last two-ish years I've had a lot of or not I don't want to say a lot because a lot has gone my way but just like things not working out in my favor Uh but all of the life lessons that I've learned from those things not working out everything happens for a reason yeah and that's so cheesy like I always say this I always say that everything happens for a reason I always say it say yeah (laughs) 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 I always say that and I hope it's not, like, toxic positivity. I do, be- like, I really believe it. You know, it's funny. Um, I was going to say, I was just going to say, so I've been saying that for years, but only recently I started believing it, believing it, like, in my chest, in my soul, in my heart, like, yeah. when you, you know, because people say, like, just think everything happens for a reason and it gets better. Okay, but it takes, I don't know, something happens. It's different when you believe something. Because I can yeah. say a lot of things and not believe it. Yeah. I can think a lot of things and not believe it. It's yeah. about actually believing what you're thinking and what you're saying. That's why sometimes when, like, the positive affirmations are really funny when you tell yourself. Or when they say, like, when you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm beautiful, I'm strong, but you don't believe it. It doesn't have the same effect. But when you believe it, it's a whole different ballpark. But recently I was I started believing it and now I feel like I feel like I'm becoming you and I love it because guys if you don't know I'm really jealous of Emily because her mindset is just always so crisp clear and like I feel like your brain like I picture the workers in your brain the workers it's just like all like clean it smells good it's just like 
everything's white and crystal and everyone's happy and in my brain it's like the north pole <laughs> and it's the night before christmas and they're having a toy and all shortage the house yeah all and, the creatures were stirring yes <laughs> and the elves are running amok and everything's like ah! but now it's like starting to calm down now it's like the day after christmas and they have 364 days until the next christmas <laughs> so, ow i just hit my head Believing that everything happens for a reason, I don't think there's, like, is there, like, a hack on how to believe faster? I don't know. But for me and for you, it's life-changing. It's so freaking life-changing. It is. It is. And I if don't we know can, what other words to say. Yeah. If we could all just implement that, like, we could As change the world. Mindset, yeah, honestly. We could. Honestly. Yeah. It just feels... Yeah, we could literally change the world. It almost makes a, it almost makes bad news become exciting. So for example, you're just like yeah, because you're just like something is not working. This door is closing. I am moving on to bigger and better. Something yeah. bigger and better will happen for me. Yeah, yeah. So for example, like that job that I applied to, I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was oh that's sick, that's perfect. But when the door closed. I was, I genuinely thought, which is so funny, I genuinely thought to myself, oh, okay, that means something even better is coming. Like, genuinely, that's what my mindset thought. That would not be me a year ago. A year ago, I would have been like, fuck, but no, I was like, oh my God, okay, okay, I see you guys, okay. Like, it's going to get even better. It will, it will. I wish more people had this mindset. I don't even know how I it just happened. I have to say, literally, I have to say, maybe in the past just two weeks. I feel like it's, it's a brand new, yeah. brand new thing for me. It's the people you surround yourself with. Oh, it's it's thank God. It's what you I'm watch. I'm gonna be a new person after our trip. It's what you it's what you listen to. It's what you watch. We're literally about to spend like seven days not stuff together. I'm so excited! Oh, oh my you. god! Oh, speaking of, we're gonna have to double record one week. Oh yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We'll okay. Yes. Yeah. I hope you guys feel inspired for 2022 and and remember all the too. lessons that you learned in 2021. And we will see you all next week. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.